Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah. Call animal control because there's a cougar on the loose in LV. And I'm Chance, and like many NASCAR fans, I am all about that butthole life. <laughs> Raise hail, praise Dale. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering where I got that, I was just watching a video where some guy I was interviewing a bunch of people at a at a Talladega race, and <laughs> everybody was going on and on about being about that butthole life. I'm still not butt. really sure what what was going on in that I video. I don't even know. He was just interviewing people, and they were like, "Show me butthole." Yeah. Like, what? Just, yeah, and they just they would never let it go. They wouldn't let it go. Uh what did that guy call? <laughs> he, was, he was explaining he's using a different word, but he was referring to a clitoris. But he called it a clitorius. <laughs> yeah, clitorius. Like a Ro- Roman Emperor Clitorius. <laughs> what did, what did he what he called uh, it a guinea horn? Guinea horn, yeah. <laughs> And the guy was like, what does that mean? He's like, just Google it, man. Just Google it. And, and then like, he was like, well, can you explain? He was like, I made it up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who came up with that? He's like, I did, brother. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to Google it and find out if this random dude at the NASCAR race <laughs> made it up. I don't even know, dude. That was wild. Guinea horn. Good so um, <laughs> we're uh, we're five days into <laughs> 2020, and this year has already gone to shit. <laughs> we're about to go to war. People are dying. Fucking Australia's on fire. Australia's on fire. We're There's losing like that. A mysterious disease spreading through China. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking plague, man. Like, yeah, we're we're kicking off the twenties, the year of the rat. Real, real great. <laughs> so far, is I mean, it really the year of the rat. I think so. I don't yeah. know. I that explains just, it. Yeah, that uh, sure. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's. Just, I mean, there's just so much crazy shit going on already I and mean, we're five days in and i can't even wrap my mind around everything that's happening uh, right I, now yeah like we're on the verge of war people are just diseased and uh, 2021 is going to be our year though <laughs> <laughs> i think we can just we can call 2020 a wash <laughs> already five days yeah, in. it's done it's just... fine <laughs> well, here's, so. here's to looking forward to next year yeah yeah I'll try again. My resolution for this year is to uh, <laughs> do better in the next year. <laughs> uh, so we'll start off. Um, there's a lot of wild news this week. Um, yeah. So we'll just kick it off right. This is coming from uh, NBC News. Uh, well, sorry, this is from December 31st. So this made it just before 2020. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, human remains found in an Idaho cave identified as outlaw who died over 100 years ago. Holy shit. All right. Um, let's see. This is by uh, Janelle Griffith. Uh, December 31st, 2019. Officials in Idaho on Tuesday announced that human remains found in a cave from a decades-old co- uh, cold case have been identified. All right. The dismembered and headless John Doe whose remains were found in the civil defense caves near Du Bois, Idaho, in 1979 and 1991, was identified as those of Joseph Henry Loveless. His remarkably preserved remains are thought to have been placed in the caves in 1916. Holy shit. The the announcement was made by the DNA Doe Project, a nonprofit organization that identifies Jane and John Doe's through advanced genetic genealogy uh, techniques. With the combined efforts of 14 volunteer genealogists over the course of 15 weeks, we put in over 2,000 hours of genealogical research into this identification, said Anthony Redgrave, team leader for Clark County John Doe at the DNA Doe Project. Officials said Loveless was an outlaw and a murderer who was born in 1870 in Payson, Utah Territory to Sarah Jane Scriggins and (laughs) Joseph Jackson Loveless. Jesus. His mother held... picture yeah oh that's i think it's a composite oh my god because i'm gonna say like he looks creepy yeah he looks terrifying but that is what they think he he already looks like like a mummy yeah (laughs) those lifeless eyes (laughs) Uh, his mother hailed from massachusetts and his father from indiana both came to the territory as early pioneers of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints okay 
1899, age 28, he married Harriet Jane Hattie Savage <laughs> in Salt Lake City, according to the DNA Doe Project. They divorced by 1904. Hattie filed for divorce on the grounds of uh, desertion and failure to provide for her and, and their one daughter, the nonprofit said, citing newspaper reports and court pre- uh, proceedings. Okay. Is that her? Oh, no, it's Agnes. Okay, we'll get to her. Oh, okay, Agnes, all right. Uh, a year later, in uh, August 1905, Lovelace was in Idaho, married Agnes, there you go, Octavia Caldwell, with whom he had four children from 1906 to 1913. Goddamn, all right. In March and December of 1914, Lovelace was arrested for bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> He's not disappointing so far. No. <laughs> in December, he made one of his many escapes by sawing through the jail bars. <laughs> God damn, all right. In 1916, newspaper reports said a man, now presumed by the DNA Doe Project to be loveless, somehow stopped a train that was escorting him to jail and tried to escape. He was recaptured and sent back to jail and escaped from that jail. (laughs) (laughs) On May 5th, 1916, Loveless's wife, Agnes Caldwell Loveless, was murdered with an axe by a man called Charles Smith, who is described in some reports as her husband. At least two of their children were present. Holy shit, this dude is... <laughs> yeah. On May 11th, Agnes's murderer was arrested under the name Walter Currens for the murder of his common-law wife. At Agnes Loveless' funeral, one of her children was quoted as saying, Papa never stayed in jail very long, and he'll soon be out. <laughs> Several days later, a Walter Cairns escaped from jail by sawing through the bars <laughs> using a saw he had hidden in his shoe. <laughs> As we piece these stories together, the reports clearly suggested that Walter Cairns, uh, or Walter Currens, Charles Smith, and Joseph Henry Lovelace were all the same person, oh, and that Agnes was murdered by her husband. Oh. The DNA Project said this was later confirmed by the Clark County Sheriff's Office via police records. Uh, the project believes Lovelace died at age 46, murdered, and was transported to the cave shortly after he escaped <laughs> jail in May 1916. It is unknown who killed and dismembered him. Holy shit. His torso was found in a burlap sack <laughs> in the caves in 1979 by artifact hunters. His arms and legs were discovered in 91 by a little girl exploring the same area. His head was never found. <laughs> Holy shit. His remains were preserved for as long as 63 years, well surpassing estimated postmortem inter- in- interval of six months to five years. No photos of Loveless have been found, so a composite image was made from photos of his close relatives and physical descriptions and documents for uh, illustrative purposes. God damn. Yeah. All right, then. So. That dude was. God damn. He's, he's like a. He lived a wild life. Yeah. <laughs> for only living to be like 46. Yeah. Fucking yeah. killed people and what got arrested for bootlegging, robbed. <laughs> things escaped from jail i don't know how many times i could i lost count (laughs) (laughs) so i got a a short one here for you this is uh this is from the sun uh it's a sex scandal (laughs) (laughs) uh guess fury at hilton hotel uh that hosts a thousand person new year's eve sex party (laughs) without warning him fucking eyes wide shut over here yeah this is by les steed from january 1st 2020 a furious father of four has blasted a Hilton hotel for not telling him about a thousand-person orgy that they were hosting when he made the booking. The dad, who wished to remain anonymous, was left incensed by the massive December 31st sex abrasion sex uh, oh, at the Doubletree by Hilton in Sacramento, California. What the fuck? After a bumpy night's sleep, he said that if he had known, he would never have booked the room. Swingers group Allures organized the orgy and said that the sex party was the largest of its kind in California with tickets going for $100 a That's head. That's all it costs? $100 and you can bang anybody you want to at this party, I guess. It's cheaper than prostitution. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Allures have shared snaps of play areas and oh even constructed God. a sex dungeon room featuring <laughs> a St. Andrew's cross, multi-positional horse, and sex swing for the kinkier types. 
Their website says the atmosphere features romantic candlelight, <laughs> decor, fog machine magic, and sensual mood lighting. <laughs> we'll set like the that's scene. really going to help. Right. To start the night as two large projector screens simultaneously broadcast music <laughs> videos in your favorite old school R&B, hip hop, Latin, pop, EDM, and classic rock hits. <laughs> Fucking meatloaf playing in the background and people are just banging it out. However, other guests were left restless by the uh, lavish bash as the uh, with the angry dad asking for his money back after being kept up all night by the party. Speaking to Fox 40, the dad says he has no problem with uh, what consenting adults get up to, but insists hotel bosses should have made the other guests aware of what was going to ha- be happening. He said people that are spending good money to stay at the Hilton should be aware of what's going on under their nose, especially if they have families. And you know there's a hot tub there and there's crazies in the hot tub. (laughs) The father, who is now considering avoiding the hotel altogether, added, I'm at the point where I don't even want to bring my family into that environment. I think it's totally wrong that the Hilton is putting on something like this. The dad has tried to uh, to get his booking refunded, but says Hilton has refused. And with the irate guest saying that the hotel's general attitude pisses me off. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Doubletree uh, manager Royce Pollard said, We take comfort and privacy of all of our guests very seriously. And with any large event, the utmost care is taken to assure that there are no disruptions to other guests. A Hilton corporate spokesman said the hotel in question was independently owned and operated and that they could not comment further. Allures has been approached for comment. Oh, Okay, then. Yep. Is that a picture? Uh, yeah. From, what the fuck? Oh, I think, wait. So that's a picture of, like, the silhouette or something. Then Allure's New Year's Sex Abrasion VIP seating. Okay, then. Hmm. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I had a, I had a news story. This, this was from, uh, January 2nd, um, this actually, I saw the news thing pop up because apparently Google knows that I search for weird shit all the time. So oh, now yeah. it just gives me weird news suggestions. Right. And this popped up. Uh, this actually came from Fox News uh, by written by Alexandra Diebler. Diebler. Yeah. Uh, here we go. North Carolina family cooks a frozen pizza, accidentally bakes a snake. (laughs) Quote, I pulled that crispy critter out. (laughs) Uh, Snake, it's apparently what's for dinner. A North Carolina family planning on a simple meal of frozen pizza at their Wake Forest home instead had their night ruined by a snake that that had crawled into the oven. Uh, Amber Helm and her husband Robert Helm were cooking a frozen pizza Monday night when they started smelling smoke. I opened up the oven and thought, is that part of the oven? I looked more closely, and it was a snake, Amber told the news and the observer. The mother of two said she did not know how the snake had got into the oven or how long it had been there. Her husband was tasked with cleaning up the nearly 18-inch long creature. I put the oven on self-clean after I pulled that crispy critter out, he said to the outlet. The group did not eat the pizza that night, but the entire incident has less has left Amber nervous. I have two little boys, so I'm just concerned, she said. The family is now looking to have someone come out and check their home for other snakes. If you want pictures, too, there's the, yes, there's the cooked snake. Oh. Huh. Uh, yeah, there's there's it in the bottom of their oven. I, I like how people, you know, really take the time to... They re- yeah, they set up those shots. Yeah, set up those shots, you know, take picture of the snake in the oven. Um... I don't know if it's just, maybe it's just me, but it, if I found a snake in my oven, I'd probably burn the house down and move. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Like, if I ever find a giant spider or a bigger spider in this house, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably consider my my options of other homes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, being here in Vegas, we have, like, scorpions and shit I, you here. Know, I still don't ever see them. I've seen, like three or four since I've been here, but yeah. never like in my house. Like, yeah. like outside, if it's middle of summer and I go out to like take the trash out or something, I might see one on the wall of the cinder block fence or something. I've seen more lizards than I have anything else. Yeah, I've got two lizards that, that live in my backyard. Uh, I named one of them Scuba Steve. <laughs> I see him out every once in a while in the summer and he gets up on the cinder block wall and he does like push-ups. Yeah. He, like, trying to get trying to get ripped, dude. 
Yeah, he's up there doing like push-ups and shit. I'm like, Getting fuck fit. yeah. Go out there and eat those scorpions. So I, I try to leave little bits of food out there for the lizards so they can grow all <laughs> fucking buff and <laughs> take out those scorpions. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to... I know last last episode we talked about, you know, Florida being the the state of the year and... Uh, you know, we just we found so many crazy Florida man stories, and I I found three more just since the beginning <laughs> of 2020. And, and uh, goddamn Florida, I mean, they're just they're stepping it up. I've just I've never seen such insane shit in my entire life. All right, so let's get rolling here. Uh, Florida man awoke last Tuesday to discover another Florida man at the foot of his bed <laughs> sucking on his toes. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did he know the guy? Okay. So this comes from the Bradenton Herald. Uh, apparently that's somewhere in Florida. Uh, this was uh, written by Mark Young. Uh, it has a date of January 3rd. It says, Burglar breaks into Bradenton home to suck the victim's toes. Cops say. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, it says... A toe-sucking burglar broke into a Bradenton home on Christmas Eve and got into a fight with a resident, according to the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. Deputies who responded to a home on 60th Avenue West were told that the victim was sleeping in his bedroom when he was awakened by the suspect sucking on his toes. That's fucking gross. According to an incident report, the victim asked the suspect what he was doing, and the suspect simply stated that he was, quote, there to suck some toes. (laughs) What are you doing, man? I'm here to suck some toes. (laughs) According to the report, deputies then say a fight ensued, and during the fight, the suspect attempted to grab his genitals and then threatened the victim, saying he had a gun. Uh, According to a report, a gun was never actually seen, but the victim managed to force the suspect out of the home. The suspect then smashed out a window to the home and then destroyed the victim's car windshield. For not wanting his toes sucked? Yeah. Deputies tried to track the suspect with a canine, but were unsuccessful in locating the suspect. DNA swabs were taken from the victim's toes. You gotta be fucking kidding me. According to the report, and the sheriff's office said the case is still under investigation. What? They did not catch this dude. Oh, there's a serial sucker out there. There's a serial toe sucker roaming around in fucking Bradenton, Florida. Huh. Yeah. Serial toast. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Can you imagine? Not only the th- the shock of waking up to another person being in your room, let alone your covers being off of your feet and they're sucking your toes. Another man just down there going <laughs> <laughs> on your toes. <laughs> Fuck. Gross. Uh, the top Reddit comment said, "And this is why I leave my door unlocked." <laughs> <laughs> Just hoping one day. <laughs> hoping one day. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the dude would have done if he's like, what are you doing? He's like, sucking toes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, he just been cool with it. This person says, I live in Florida. I can confirm that this is part of the experience, finding random men sucking your toes. They seem to prefer Tuesdays. This person says, man, I've lived here in Florida for 19 years now. Not once has this happened to me. <laughs> What am I doing wrong? I sleep with my windows open, doors unlocked, <laughs> naked, and chained down. <laughs> Butt up in the air. Next person said, all righty, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> they said, you got to lay some pills out on the front doormat like some fucked up tooth fairy. Then Florida man will appear to suck your toes. Oh, like a trail for him to follow. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, and then they, this person said, police are checking local healthcare facilities for any patient complaining of athlete's lips. <laughs> <laughs> athlete's lips. <laughs> All right. So elsewhere in Florida, I haven't read this article yet, but I saved it purely on the um, the headline here. There's a lot to unpack just in the headline. So... We'll get there. Okay. Uh, This came from three days ago. Uh, Goat blood drinking ex-Senate candidate, white nationalist, 
Florida man named Augustus Invictus was arrested on a kidnapping warrant. I, I don't know how to take any of that right now. I told you, there's just there's too much to even That's unpack. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> uh, this came from the Miami Herald uh, by Colleen Wright. Uh, the article actually was from January 1st, so four days ago. Uh, it says, August Invictus, white nationalist and ex-Senate candidate, is arrested on kidnapping warrant. Um, white nationalist and ex-Senate candidate Augustus Sol Invictus... Ex-Senate candidate? Yes, has been arrested on an out-of-county warrant on charges of kidnapping, high and aggravated domestic violence, and possession of a firearm during a crime of violence. Invictus, who campaigned as a libertarian in a 2016 <laughs> U.S. Senate run in Florida, what? and headlined the deadly Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville where those people got ran over by the car, yeah. was arrested Monday in Brevard County on a warrant out of the Rock Hill Police Department in South Carolina. The police report describes him as a, quote, out-of-state fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it says, according to the arrest report, Invictus, age 36, was arrested at a mall in Melbourne, Florida. His local address is listed as Ocala, Florida, somewhere. Uh, online court records show Invictus's scheduled court date is January 15th, and he's being held without bond. During his 2016 Senate campaign, Invictus drew attention for his claim that he, quote, guilt killed a goat and drank its blood in a pagan ritual. <laughs> to get voted? I guess. He acknowledged that he is friends with white supremacists, and though he denied his affiliation then, was praised and credited by the white nationalist leader Richard Spencer as writing the first draft of the Charlottesville Statement. Among his core tenets, now these are quotes from this man, Okay. Jews are ethno-religious people distinct from Europeans. Whites alone defend America as a European society and political order. The so-called refugee crisis is an invasion, a war without bullets taking place on the fields of race, religion, sex, and morality. At stake is Europe's very identity. We oppose feminism, deviancy, the futile, the futile denial of biological reality, and everything destructive to healthy relations between men and women. And, quote, leftism is an ideology of death and must be confronted and defeated. Huh. Dude is fucking insane. It sounds like it. Uh, Invictus, an Orlando area attorney, runs the Good Lord. the Revolutionary Conservative, a website that calls for a violent uprising and is marketed as an alternative to conservative conservative media that plays the victim. So, yeah. Um, if you want to see his his booking image, you're. And he's he looks certifiably insane. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's like super thrilled about it. That he got arrested because it was for like a cause that he's a part of. Or I something? guess so. I don't know who he kidnapped or or, or or whatever. But yeah, um, there was just a lot to unpack there. Drinking goat's blood, white nationalists going on about Jews and refugees. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck lot, that guy. Lot to unpack there. Um so this is uh this is actually going to be a uh I I found a, another another Florida man story just from the other day. Um it says uh Florida man Grubhub driver was upset that Burger King order wasn't done fast enough, so he started swinging a large ashtray at the employees. <laughs> Like, I'm guessing it's one of those big, like, trash can ashtrays, maybe? Oh, jeez. Um, the, okay. Now, this came from the Tampa Bay Times by Chris Tish. I guess that's how you say his name. It says, a Tampa Bay area Grubhub driver was arrested over the weekend after he picked up a large ashtray and swung it at a Burger King employee because he didn't think his delivery order was done quickly enough. Daniel DeLellis... 43 of Clearwater, Florida, faces two charges of simple, simple battery in connection with the incident, which occurred at about 5.20 p.m. at the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest reports say Delelis walked into the Burger King to pick up an order for delivery. He became agitated when told the order wasn't ready yet. He walked outside and picked up an approximately three-foot-in-height hard plastic cigarette ashtray. You know those ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and swung it at the front doors. <laughs> <laughs> a Burger King employee stepped outside and told Delelis to leave, at which point Delelis hit him in the face with his hand, reports state. He also swung the ashtray at another employee, hitting him in the chest. <laughs> Jesus. Police were called, and the man was arrested. Bail was set at $1,000, and he's being held at the, whatever, something county jail on Monday. But he's also uh, awaiting trial on other charges related to an incident that occurred in October when he began yelling at another driver uh, while on, a, on the highway. Uh, he cut the driver off, struck his left bumper, then got out of his car and started jumping on the hood of the other driver's vehicle. <laughs> And then he left the scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's balanced out. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then a few minutes later, the man was accused of attacking an Uber Eats driver who was sitting in her car in a parking lot. Uh, apparently, he started pounding on the car and trying to stop the driver from rolling her windows up. The Uber driver tried to leave, but uh, Delelis got back into his car and blocked her escape route. And then Delelis, <laughs> at that point, got out of his car and started throwing rocks at the woman's car. This, this is three people that he's assaulted. <laughs> the, you, the Uber driver was eventually able to escape. Uh, he was later arrested on charges related to both incidents. Though a false imprisonment charge leveled in connection with the Uber Eats incident was dropped. So, yeah, he's awaiting trial, trial for all of those things. Jeez. Including more than fifteen traffic infractions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sounds know. Sounds like he'll be in jail for a while. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So yeah, Florida's Florida's off to a pretty hard start for twenty twenty. It I mean, sounds like it. Yeah. You know, we were talking about them being state of the year last year. They're pushing know. for twenty twenty as well. They're, so. <laughs> yeah. they're trying to contend for they're, the top they're just, spot. They figure maybe they can wrap it up within the first ten days or so. <laughs> Wrap up get, that get award. a heavy start that way they can just kind of space it out through the year, and they can coast to the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just decide we're gonna be so fucking weird to start the year out. Um, but but since the beginning of the year, um, a new challenger has appeared. Oh. Um, I don't know if if you guys out there have seen some of the reports of crazy stuff going on in Oklahoma, <laughs> but. Uh, New challenger has appeared. Um, Oklahoma man. <laughs> oh no! No, we've had Oklahoma man on here before. Yes, we have actually. One of our first episodes. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, one of our first episodes we had a we had an Oklahoma man. Now, this this story, uh, this is this guy's bringing a hard challenge <laughs> to, to Florida man. Here, so I have two stories. I have a Florida man story and I have an Oklahoma man story. We're gonna decide, okay. you know, who's so far who's on top this year. Okay. I mean, granted, we haven't read enough Oklahoma stories, but I think this one's good enough that uh, he might be able to overtake those last three that we just read. Maybe not necessarily with, um, you know, uh, toe sucking or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which one should we get into first, uh, Florida man or Oklahoma man? Let's go ahead and get Florida man out of the way because we've already been talking about him. All right, so let's let's get going here with. So here's here's uh, challenger number one, Florida man. Okay, this is from three days ago. Meth fueled, mud covered, naked Florida man shakes off two tasers, bites a canine, and fist fights an officer while spitting on another. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, this person the uh, comment said this is just about peak florida if he somehow fit a gator into this story it would be fully complete yeah yeah, yeah he would win if there was a gator involved did, here did you say there was meth yeah, oh yeah okay yeah, yeah meth fueled mud covered naked florida man yep. shakes, shakes off two tasers <laughs> bites a canine so he bit the dog the dog didn't bite him <laughs> and then spit on a cop and then fist fights one officer while spitting on another oh man okay so this came from uh i mean this actual article that I happened to find was the only Florida man.com. But it says, How did you ring in the new year? Most of us did some celebrating with friends or family or joined in public celebrations. 38 year old Donald Watts from Columbia County, Florida did something a little different. Officers responded to a call of a man doing meth. Just <laughs> <laughs> a man doing meth. When they showed up, this guy was butt ass naked except for being covered in mud. 
I commend these officers for not shooting him right there on the spot. <laughs> Before you guys give me hell for saying that, don't tell me anyone is really surprised how this story unfolds after that grand opening. I love the 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 ads in the middle of the article is for Scott toilet paper. It says pick up their messes quickly and easily. <laughs> um, it says to no one's surprise, he ran into a nearby mobile home. <laughs> Oh my god. I like how the article says to no one's surprise he ran into yeah. a mobile home. He proceeded to come out of the door swinging, resulting in a fist fight with one of the officers, which led to two different taser deployments that he shrugged off. <laughs> um he ran he then ran off into the woods and the police decided to call for some backup on this next level crazy guy. Upon the arrival of backup, which included a canine, they proceeded to follow him. They pursued him through the woods, and um, the guy was waiting for them. He ran into the woods and started waiting for them. Wow. So when the dog tracked him down, he jumped on the dog, put it in a chokehold, and bit its ear. Jesus. The dog managed to fight back and bit him on the head, (laughs) and the officers subdued him finally. Of course, uh, just to ensure he checked off another box... On this list, he then started spitting off, spitting on the officers as they drug him to the police car. Yeah, lots unpacking that huh. story. So, so yeah, Florida's kicking off the kicking off this battle, this battle of twenty twenty, pretty pretty strong already. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, now we're we're gonna move on to our Oklahoma Oklahoma man. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, this comes from the uh, Daily News. Um, this is from January 1st as well. And it was written by Joseph Wilkinson. Oklahoma man, high on meth, steals a car from a porn shop with a goat and a guy inside, <laughs> drives through three states, and leaves co- leads cops on a low-speed chase. So, yeah. Was the guy with him to begin with? I don't think so. So he just held out through a three-state chase. Yeah, it says he had the need for speed. An Oklahoma man on methamphetamine went on an exceptional trip Wednesday morning. Tulsa CBS affiliate reported. (laughs) Now, some of our our regular listeners actually live in Tulsa. Oh, yeah? Um, So... Apparently, Tulsa's getting fucking wild, so you guys need to send me more stories because you guys live there. <laughs> they actually want to be on the show because they have some really good stories of people like hanging out in their backyard and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I'm, they, I'm always down. <laughs> um, so here's the story. It says, First, cops say Brandon Kirby, age 40, stole a pickup truck that was parked in an, at an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri, according to Tulsa uh, affiliate. The car had two passengers, one man who was asleep in the passenger seat (laughs) and the man's pet goat chilling in the bed of the truck. But Kirby was undeterred. The abducted man and his pet goat had been waiting in the truck while the driver went shopping inside the door. The store. Good Lord. Uh, When the man woke up, Kirby held him at gunpoint and pistol whipped him. (laughs) (laughs) Kirby proceeded to ingest methamphetamine and drive the car from Carthage, Missouri, about 150 miles south of Kansas City in Missouri's southwest corner, through Kansas and into Oklahoma. In rural Creek County, Oklahoma, Kirby decided having company was overrated and dropped the man and the goat on the side of the road. (laughs) This proved to be a mistake, as the man then called 911. So if he didn't kick the man and the goat out, he would have got away with it. Wow. Oklahoma police then contacted OnStar, which remotely slowed the stolen truck so it was only traveling to about 15 miles an hour. Holy shit, I didn't know they could do that. Apparently they can, all right. Uh, But Kirby refused to give up, even after driving over a spike strip that flattened the vehicle's tires. Eventually, police ended the low-speed pursuit by forcing, forcing Kirby off the road and into a ditch in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, just more than seven miles west of Tulsa. Kirby was arrested after a short foot chase when cops found him attempting to hide in some tall grass like a fourth grader playing hide. (laughs) (laughs) Kirby has a lengthy criminal history and was recently released from prison. God damn, he couldn't even... According to KOTV, uh, at the time of his wild ride, he was wanted on burglary charges in Osage County, just north of where the chase concluded. 
So, yeah, uh, Oklahoma's bringing it strong. So we've got Florida Man versus Oklahoma Man 2020. Uh, who do we think's on top for for right now? I don't know. I think Florida Man's taking it right now. Yeah, because of, because of the mud-covered naked Florida Man shakes off tasers and bites bites a dog. and. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. hold on. What, what's that? What is that? Fuck was that? I don't know. I. Oh. What? Oh shit! Was it? Oh my god! What? what? Hold on, Chance. I think, I think there's another contender. There's another contender. Oh, what is? Is that? It's Kentucky man. <laughs> By God! By God! It's Kentucky man. He's got a steel chair. <laughs> So I'm going to give you a heads up here. We do have a Kentucky man story. It is extremely graphic. So if you, I've never given a warning before. It's just, <laughs> That's how you know this is going to be bad. We've already um, talked about a, a garage full of fetuses, but we just, have to give you a warning. On yeah, this one. like it's, I don't know, man. I, just, I feel like it's, it's it strikes a chord to people just because this does have to do with animals. Fair enough. So if you don't like animal cruelty, I mean, I don't either, but... <laughs> It's just it's just so fucking crazy. I can't talk like I can't not talk about it. Let's do so, it. So, third player enters the game. Kentucky man accused of skinning neighbor's pets to make quote doggy coat. God damn! Holy shit! Floyd County, Kentucky. A Kentucky man is facing animal cruelty charges after police said he skinned four dogs belonging to his neighbors to make a doggy coat. Holy. Kentucky State Police were called to a home in David, Kentucky, on December 23rd after a neighbor called the police. I know this is 2019, but it's too fucking crazy to not talk about. Oh, it was posted on January 3rd, though. Okay, that, that qualifies. Yeah. A uh, resident told officers his neighbor, Jonathan D. Watkins, came to his home and asked for a cigarette. The neighbor told police Watkins was covered in blood. When he asked about the blood, the neighbor said, Watkins said, I've been skinning dogs. Holy like, shit. Just straight up told straight him. Straight up. Okay. The neighbor told police he didn't believe Watkins at first. Later in the day, he said he saw what appeared to be animal skins and dog carcasses hanging off of his porch. God damn, he didn't even try to like nope. do it in a basement? He said two of his dogs were missing, and he believed two dogs belonged to another neighbor were also missing. When an officer asked him about the blood, an arrest citation said Watkins responded, quote, I'm making myself a doggy coat. Holy shit. Police said he admitted admitted to using a knife to kill the dogs. Quote, yes, there isn't anything wrong with me making myself a fur coat. <laughs> oh, my God. Watkins was arrested and booked at the Floyd County Detention Center. He's charged with four counts of torture of a dog with serious physical or injury slash death, according to the uh, Courier Journal. He's facing between one and five years in prison. Holy shit. Okay, um, you know, I kind of feel like there's that quote from, what was it, Talladega Nights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, put Florida and Oklahoma on notice, you know. Okay, Kentucky man, uh, you know, all the, all the crazy cool shit that Florida and Oklahoma man were doing, you know, it sounded really cool, but then you just had to take it to that level and wreck it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just went fucking dark with it. Um, um, I was trying to find, there's another article that kind of went. That kind of went with it? Um, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So it said uh, when the trooper showed up, um, let's see. Oh, he said, I've been uh, killing or I've been skinning dogs. And the neighbor told uh, KSP they didn't believe Watkins because of past mental illness. So they, but they did see four animal skins on his porch. So like this guy has a history of mental illness. Like he's okay. crazy. Um, oh, so he admitted to the troopers that he killed his neighbor's dog, saying there isn't anything wrong with me making myself a fur coat. Watkins also admitted to killing four dogs and said he threw the carcasses over a hill after skinning them. Um, he admitted to stabbing the dogs in the heart with his knife. He cha- he was charged with torture. Jesus Christ. Um, there's another article that I'd read about this that said that like the cops had went over and actually looked, and they did find the bodies of these animals like tossed over the hill. God damn, this dude is... 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so Kentucky's a pretty pretty strong contender for craziest state of the year. <laughs> so not only are we dealing with Florida now, we've got Oklahoma and Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll kind of we'll this is going to be a developing story. We're going to keep keep people updated. What the hell? What? Like. I like your 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 Google search, mm-hmm. and on the side of the Google search, it's showing you products for fur coats. Yeah, for twenty three thousand dollars, I can get a custom made cat lynx coat. Oh my god, that's okay. fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Google, you should get on that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna. I guess we'll see how how the what happens by the end of the year. We'll see which state wins wins this competition. Yeah. Uh, so far, we're starting off pretty strong. Well, so, yeah, I guess if there is a world by the end of the... Yeah, that's true. If we're not all nuked or, or uh, dead, I guess. I don't or know. Like, what, like those ghouls from Fallout? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should probably transition over into something a little lighthearted. <laughs> Still not great. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into... Uh, did you have any other news before we go into Reddit? No, no. No, let's 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 get into this Reddit stuff. All right. So, uh I got a couple TIFUs for you. All right. Uh this first one is uh this was posted by user uh Kaleidoscope of Dicks. <laughs> this was posted 16 hours ago. This is uh today I fucked up by looking at a pornographic painting before receiving ketamine therapy. <laughs> Oh, no. I receive uh, ketamine infusions every few weeks as part of my medical care. Today, I arrived at the doctor a little bit early, so I was killing time on my phone where I came across this article, and he puts the article there. I read it, looked at a few other things, and then it was time for my treatment. The dose of ketamine I received is therapeutic, not recreational, but I definitely experienced some of the side effects of the drug. I usually see a lot of colors fly through space tunnels, that kind of thing. It's very relaxing. Not today. <laughs> All right. Today I saw dicks. Dicks <laughs> everywhere. I flew through a tunnel of dicks. I twirled through a field of dicks. I looked through a kaleidoscope of dicks. It's like every dick I've ever seen made an appearance. <laughs> so there's some, oh, there's been some edits. So TLDR uh, looked at a painting of 140 dicks before ketamine infusions, ended up looking at 140,000 psychedelic dicks for an hour. <laughs> Um, so I'll read you the edit, I guess. I, this edit wasn't there earlier when I looked at it. So edit one, I'm a middle-aged married lady. I'm only interested in my husband's dick, which I'm sure was in there somewhere. (laughs) I receive treatments for bipolar two disorder, which is characterized by longer depressive periods and shorter, uh, hypomantic periods. Ketamine is the only thing that allowed me to avoid the crippling effects of mood episodes. I've been able to reduce my other medications with had side effects I didn't like, and I've been able to go off anti-anxiety medications completely. I don't do recreational drugs. I've never tried anything like that, not even weed. Uh, Okay, I think she just goes on to just talk about more about ketamine. Yeah, yeah, ketamine treatments. Um, Uh, Did you happen to read the article talking about where she got where she saw these pictures of dicks? No, I didn't look at it. Okay, so she linked to it. Uh, in here, uh, so I'm gonna click on the link, and it comes from thecut.com. It says 140 dicks from Tinder 2019 oil on canvas. So uh, it says an intrepid 21 year old art student set out to document over a hundred penises. Francesca Harris, who attends the University of Northampton in England, took to Tinder to solicit <laughs> source material for her art project titled "Quote the Modern Male." According to Metro UK, Harris matched with over 600 men. She started all of her conversations with a simple blunt re- request. Dick pic? Question mark. In addition, her Tinder, Tinder bio notified users that she was on a dick pic hunt <laughs> for a project. <laughs> Many people happily obliged once they became aware of the nature of her work. Many more than she expected. She says the flood of photos was almost too much for her phone to handle. I had to turn off my notifications as it kept crashing Jesus. my phone. Dudes just heard about it and sniffed that out. They were like, starting to pick. In the end, she received over 300 photos, though only 140 of those dicks made the final cut. One user even sent her 25 different pictures of all of himself. Maybe he wanted to make sure he nailed the details. 
<laughs> um, Harris's work is very explicit. She painted her 140 dicks photorealistically, which proved to be a real challenge at times. Quote, I found the penises that were slightly unusual or particularly veiny took longer to paint. <laughs> There's a picture. I, I now see the photo. It says she also apparently attempted to paint a dick pic that involved two cock rings, but the artist says she eventually let that one go. It just didn't look quite right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, do you see the, the painting now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I see the painting of the penises. <laughs> the whole purpose of it, she said, is to get men to think twice about sending unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> So everybody can stare at your weird dick. <laughs> what is up with all these dicks? Just oh my god! I have to comment on this. What's up with all these dicks being so weird? Like they're all going in different directions. Like, what are you doing to your penis that makes it like almost do? A I like loop? how you, I like how we're seriously examining fine art of yeah of dicks. What have we progressed to on this show? Looking at dick pics, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, you gotta be beating that okay, thing. Yeah, like, I'm. You gotta be I'm, torturing I'm that. with you. <laughs> what is it doing? I'm, like, I'm looking at these pictures. And you could you could drop a Hot Wheels and launch it off the end of most of these. Like, what is happening? Are you just punching it? Like, whoever you who, if you have a partner and they're doing that to you, maybe leave. <laughs> And this is only a small sampling of them, too. Yeah. This isn't all 140 of them. So, <laughs> next, uh, <laughs> getting getting past all them dicks. How are we ever going to well, recover from this? We won't. But that's okay. It's 2020. We move forward. <laughs> this is a TIFU posted by user Sandu12985 three days ago. This is, today I fucked up by revealing my Instagram feed at my new job, which is a bank. All right. This happened to me last week. I'm a 20-year-old male. I was very recently employed at this bank's headquarters as a software engineer. Out of the 350 accounts I follow on Instagram, only like five of those post NSFW content. I get in the elevator with the other 10 to 12 very important-looking people. I'm the last one to enter, and I'm facing the door with everyone behind me facing the door as well. I unlock my phone, click on Instagram, and that split of a second while it's opening up, I become aware that the luminosity of my phone is maxed out as I go to lower it. The first post loads and it's nearly naked model with utterly large curves. <laughs> I block my phone immediately, put it in my pocket, but I knew I just played myself. Dude to my left clears his throat, moves a little bit, trying to ease the discomfort, I suppose. <laughs> Dude to my right silently goes, you horny motherfucker, and proceeds to giggle. Heard from behind, someone goes, tisk. <laughs> As in, what an idiot. Big yikes. Remember, people, always have a second account for NSFW. Keep your mains clean. TLDR, I'm new at the bank, opened uh, Instagram in an elevator, and now my coworkers think I'm a horny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, apparently, we just, we're not going to get away from dicks. Apparently, no, we'll never, we'll never get away with it. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm still not even quite over what, what's going on with fucking Kentucky, man. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's one you we're gonna have to sit, just take in for a while. And then uh, it's gonna take a bit. Uh, there's just, yeah. There's just there's there's so much going on here, yep. and and I'm still still trying to unpack everything that's going on with with the lady who who looked at the the dick art and then saw like, you know, went on a dick trip basically. Yeah, dick trip, dick tripping. <laughs> that kind of sounds a like a band name. Yeah, dick tripping, dick tripping. <laughs> um, so I guess in in the uh, in the spirit of how much weird shit we've got into already uh this this episode uh i i think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it call it good right around in here because i just don't know if i can really <laughs> i did mean you, did you have any uh tifus or anything for today you know 
I had a couple things, but I'm kind of thinking I might just uh, just save them. Yeah, I think I might just kind of save them because I just don't know that I can really, really even do mu- do much with this. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what to do anymore. Well, uh, I guess let me let me hit you with this week's fact then. <laughs> so, uh, were you aware that in uh, Roman Colosseums that the sweat of the gladiators was actually collected and bottled and used as a facial cream and uh, perfumes by women? Mm. No, I was not aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, gross. Yeah. Uh, wait. Okay. Uh, I got to take a step back here. We're not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> how? What do you mean? Like, how did they collect it? Like, did they like, collect it after the after, dead dudes? I don't know. It didn't say. I was. I, mean, just, I watched like a video a this morning. Just, like, I think after, like, after they were done, when those dudes like walked back there, were like, Ugh. yeah. I think more most of those guys slaves. Yeah. So like, I guess they would just. Wipe them down and like collect it. Yeah, just strain it. Gross. And then they would sell it to people. Also, I didn't know this, but the seating in the Colosseum was divided by uh, status. Oh. So like, I guess like poor people and then upper class and all that. Um, I don't know exactly how true this is, but I'm gonna present it as a fact. Okay. Um, just to give us a little. Well, everything's a hundred percent on this show. Yeah. So no fake news here. Yeah. Food. Food for thought here. Um, the world's oldest living land creature is a gay tortoise named Jonathan. Oh, I've heard of Jonathan. Yeah. yeah Jonathan, the gay tortoise. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Gay <laughs> tortoise named Jonathan. That should brighten up your day a little bit. It should. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, this has been a real weird fucking episode. It has. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to 2020. Let us be the first to welcome you. Um, well, actually, we welcomed you last week, but we decided to really kick things up a notch this week. Yeah. Uh, we figured if the whole world is going to shit, we might as well let this show go to shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Still didn't stop it when I hit this. Bye.